welcome back, everybody, to the Rooted in Logos podcast, episode number 78. My name is Brad. I am joined, as always, by my dear friend and co-conspirator, Austin Loop. Austin, how you doing, my friend? Well, good evening, sir. I am doing actually really well. We had a good snow today. Yeah, I got about an inch of snow. It's Saturday night. We're recording and, and yeah. got about an inch of snow on the ground when we woke up. And it was a what? miserable day to go to a football game, oh, which I is what I did. And, should have uh, just stayed, stayed home. Should have stayed home. Uh, we are joined, honestly, should have stayed home. We are joined this week by a familiar voice. We talked about him at length on our last episode, and here he is in the flesh, still alive, still kicking. We haven't kicked him out yet. Pushed him down the stairs too many times. Well, Carter. Carter's here. Hello to me. Hey. <laughs> so this week's going to be a little different. This week, this week we're going to kind of re-examine... Our purpose of why we're doing this. We're going to kind of talk a little bit about, you know, what this last year and a half has looked like and and maybe do a little retrospective, a little bit of reminiscing, and also kind of cast a little vision of the future, dream mm-hmm. a little bit, projection, uh, kind of project, and, and then we're going to ask for some for some help, and then we'll we'll talk about that as we as we get uh, get a little closer to the end of the episode. But uh, Carter wanted to jump on and just kind of chill with us for a little bit. I don't know. If he's got anything exciting to say right now, but uh, anything on your mind, anything you want to, anything you want to talk about for before we jump in? Yeah, UK lost at the game you went to. <laughs> they did. They Drew did. Unranked team. Um, Louisville got beat by Wright State in basketball and Bellarmine basketball. Two two Woo-hoo. losses this week. But and, the only uh, difference is, I know we're going to be bad. You thought they'd be good. Yeah. Well, it's been a disappointing season. That is for sure on the football front. But uh, hey, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> I don't know how to, okay? I don't know okay, where to go buddy? from go f- uh go from here go from here but hey so anyway let's get to it yeah let's do it let's get to it so one of the things that uh Austin and I've done in the last little bit is we have uh really talked about where we want to see this and kind of some some ideas and and one of the things I did actually I emailed him a list of of ideas that I had this was before we took our little two months off that we we discussed at length last week but I emailed him a list of just some ideas and some things and just honestly dreaming big. And we're going to go over some of that and some ideas that we have. And let's kind of start with kind of re-examining the purpose of, of what we're doing and why we're doing it. And yeah. so, you know, Carter is not necessarily back in the sense of like he's going to be on every week or, or anything like that. But we may hear more of, from him from time to time than we have in the past. I don't know. Maybe not. Well, it's a fact that... I. One of our first episodes was, you know, why are we doing this? What's the point? And Carter, Carter was here. Uh, he, we, he was a bigger part of it when we first got started, and he's he's moved on to bigger and better things. But it's kind of cool bringing him over and kind of because he's still here. He's still behind behind the what, what would you call it? Not the curtain, the man behind the curtain. But uh, he's still part of it, which is kind of cool. I'm behind the bush. The wait, what was it saying? I'm not a bush. I was thinking of the dead horse saying. Eating a dead horse. <laughs> Why did I think of a bush? I have no I idea. I don't know. I don't know. I think there was a bush. Are you hiding behind the dead horse? Yeah. <laughs> Beat a dead horse. Anyway, yeah. So being able to bring him back on for for this is pretty cool. Just opening it up, looking at <laughs> this past year and a half, uh, it's been really cool. Even with the the breaks that we have taken, which if if again you don't know, go back and listen to last week's episode and the episodes, it's all Austin's fault and, mm-hmm. you know, good stuff like that. I'm still blaming you. 
I, I accept it. It's fine. <laughs> Trials. Never let a good no, trial go to waste. I don't remember. What was your fault that... Like what was so we we just got off of manliness, and we actually never finished manliness. We got three episodes out, but then all that happened, mm. and we never finished manliness. But on that last episode of manliness, um, I was talking about how we need to be praying dangerous prayers. We need to be praying for strengthening and what all that entails. <laughs> And then boom! So yeah, trials. I would say it's your fault. Yeah, that was no. a, a good title. I'll, I'll take that. I will take that one. That is my fault. Praise be to God. <laughs> but this past year and a half, being able to one grow in our our relationship with Christ, uh, deepen in the knowledge and wisdom of God and His Word and Scripture, has been awesome. But it's been able to kind of make things a little bit more clear. Whereas when we first started this, we we had some things we wanted to do. We, we had a couple big dreams. We're like, you know, it'd be super cool if we got, you know, really big and reach a lot of people. Yeah. But being able to kind of consolidate, look at what originally I was thinking what I wanted, being able to kind of, again, solidify what exactly I want. And before it was... One, being able to wake our brothers and sisters up, being able to dive deeper into scripture exponentially and expositorily, uh, looking at verse by verse, diving deep, but also looking at uh, things going on in the Christian community, in the world, being able to look at it from a biblical perspective and lighten things up so that we can be able to see that. And as I've gotten deeper into scripture and just vernacular, <laughs> learning new words, and even solidifying a lot of the theological beliefs I've always had, but being able to now look at it and point out in scripture saying, okay, yes, this is exactly it. And coming at it from a post-millennial standpoint, looking at it very positive towards the end. I, I don't believe that. Dis it's called dispensationalism, where basically at the end, the rapture happens. It is so bad that the church is backed up into a corner and God beams me up, Scotty, at the last moment, <laughs> takes the church out. But now I read it like, like the 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 wheat field. It, it's predominantly a wheat field. And when Christ comes, when the reapers come to harvest, they're going to be harvesting a lot of wheat. And so I have hope and Looking at everything we're doing, looking at what I do with my children, my family, but all, even this, to be able to be like, okay, what is the plan for this next year? Yeah. But then what is this going to do for the kingdom of God for the next 500 years? And being able to start thinking more in that way has been really cool and just encouraging. And we're we're solidifying Christendom. It. For for me, like you know, this all this whole idea came out of COVID for me when I was watching what was going on in Canada, watching what was going on in California, and some of the like I said, just stuff even in the United States in these Western countries, these supposed free countries that were shutting churches down but keeping strip clubs open, yeah, and, and basically saying the church is unessential, yeah. and and or sorry, the church is non-essential, non-essential, and, and that is that is what that's what was happening. Yeah. And for me, I'm thinking, okay, one, we are essential. The church is essential. The, the church should never, especially in America, fold. 
yeah. like like we like some did and and like I think is not all churches so I don't want to paint it with too broad of a brush but a lot of churches and failed yeah. they had this test of covid come through and they failed they failed miserably yeah they did they bowed down to the government and let the government tell them what they could and couldn't do or they started meeting online saying that that can replace it mm-hmm. like video church or online church or something like that which yeah. I mean I, the, I think that's always been around not always it's but been around for a while yeah. yeah but I think it got a lot bigger since covid yeah but yeah they were replacing the no, you don't actually have to gather for the gathering of fellow believers mm-hmm. or do not forsake that. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's like, oh, no, 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 it wasn't. No, it's not. Yeah. yeah. I, I can tell you from my own personal experience that online church does not work for me. Mm. Meaning Damn. when I have to get online and pull it up myself and make that effort, I'm probably honestly not going to do it. Yeah. I'm not going to sit in my house by myself singing along to whatever song they're doing. And I'm just not going to do that. Yep. And I don't, maybe that's not a good thing, but I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. So that was detrimental to me when everything moved strictly online. Yeah. And I think it was detrimental to a lot of people. And so that also then got me thinking, okay, what if what happened in Canada happened here? Where they walled off a church. They fenced off a church and said, you cannot come here and meet. Now, to their credit, the majority of that congregation met underground in a new place every week. And that was awesome. Yeah. But like, would we, first of all, would we do that as Americans? Would we meet underground? Would we meet in secret? Yeah. And two, if it came to the point where Christianity is outlawed and it's hard to get your hand on a Bible. I'm not saying it's going to get to that point, but I'm just saying... I went worst case scenario, and I thought, if this were to happen, do we have a solid enough faith to withstand that? Do we have enough Bible knowledge to withstand that? Do we have enough people that are awake enough to gather together and withstand it together instead of one or two people? So that's that's where I started with this idea yeah. of doing this. And, and because honestly, it benefited me. Obviously, I also mentioned it in his. And I think Carter, it been, I, could, I would assume it benefited you too when you were doing this weekly. Like it got you a little deeper. And it got you to think a little more critically about what we believe, why we believe it, and what the authors of Scripture were trying to tell us, yeah, and what their intended meanings were, and going beyond how it makes you feel. Yeah. Because that's where my issue really comes in nowadays, now that we're post-COVID, we've kind of moved on a little bit from that, yeah. and we see this huge deconstruction movement within the church. Massive. And we think, well, it's all feelings-driven, mm-hmm. and that's where it gets dangerous. And so that... To me, as far as like my renewed passion for this is to stop with the feelings driven drivel emotions that we have come to know and love in our church today. Yeah. And unrelated, but just get rid of the songs that are all just one verse over and over for 20 (laughs) minutes. Same chorus or just same line Mm -hmm. next 20. Yeah. Well, actually, that's not really unrelated because those are just to get emotion. It's true. Yeah. And because singing the same line over and over is going to make someone emotional. It's true. It is. And it's pretty. And that's not not even um, diminishing that verse. That verse could be very true and very powerful. Mm -hmm. But when you are repeating the same one 20 times in a row, you are trying to get that emotion out Mm -hmm. to get them vulnerable. And then conveniently, that's when (coughs) offerings right after that. (laughs) It's true. Sometimes it's true. I will say, music to me, I'm okay with music eliciting emotion because it does. Mm -hmm. No, it's true. And and I think God designed music to elicit emotion. I mean, he, he... 
all through Psalm, all through Revelation, you see music being used to worship God. True. And that is going to elicit emotion. But it has to go beyond eliciting emotion. It, ha- it can't be shallow emotion, which I think is what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Is this shallow just, <clears throat> ooh, I got the goosebumps because the right chord was hit in the right moment and the build was where it was supposed to be. Right. Well, in and looking at it at, okay, what is the purpose? What is the purpose of these worship teams? <laughs> Tangent. Come on, man. Oh, this is a total rabbit trail. <laughs> it's I'm fine. Okay with it. Anyway, hey, I told you at the beginning, I don't even know what we're talking about, so I'm just going to say things. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but no, yeah, uh, their whole goal is to elicit emotion. Going through a hard time, you know, with my, my wife or family, whenever we're doing hard things, a lot of times we'll go to Psalms and we'll read the Psalms. And we'll get emotional, my wife and I, because we'll read it and it's powerful. But the difference is when you when you hear a song and it hits you, yeah, emotions are important. God gave us those. But why is the the worship leader repeating the same one over again and again, knowing that it's a powerful verse and there's really no reason to repeat it again and again? Whereas if it's going to elicit emotion, it's going to be on that first time. There, there's no reason to keep going. But besides, that's wow, we, okay. we, we've talked about that some on this podcast, yeah, we have. and I have plans on talking about it in a lot more. Yes. Because this the, is important. It's very important. And, you know, we, we did a little bit with Bethel and, and, yeah. and talked a little bit about that, talked a little bit about, you know, do we continue singing their songs? And you can have that conversation about Elevation. You have a conversation about Hillsong. Really, with any group, you can have that conversation with. Those are the three main ones. And, you know, I think there's some benefit to really diving into that and continuing to dive into it. And and we're going to do that. So, do you have anything as far as, like, when you look back at the first maybe five or six months that you were doing this, Carter, what was your purpose behind it and what kind of benefits did you get from it? Yeah, your your time diving into scripture... Um, the things that we were going through, the things you were going through. Yeah. Where did, where did it leave you? Go from there. I don't remember exactly what I said my purpose was on episode one, but I know doing this for a few months, it built a habit of like reading scripture and not only reading it, but diving deeper into it because reading is not something that I really enjoy and it never was built as a habit for me growing up. So having to make myself do it is kind of getting, was kind of hard. So then doing it every week and being able to share what I learned that week, it made it easier, but it got to a point to where I would like, we would record on like, what was it? Saturday mornings. I think mm-hmm. Yeah, I would do everything Friday night or Saturday morning and I wasn't learning anything from it and I was not giving full effort. So that, for those that don't know, that is why I stepped away from doing it every week because I stopped giving it effort and it kind of yeah. just started feeling like a chore. And I was, I didn't feel right being on it after like you guys are putting in weeks of studying or giving it effort and I'm not doing that. Yeah. But no, the times where I was like actually on time doing stuff and I had a notebook at one point and I would fill out like two pages of stuff that I was going to, I would never end up saying like half of it because <laughs> I, I, I mean, the notebook was a little excessive because like I said, I would have two pages and say half of it. So like most of the time we were winging stuff anyway. But when I was using a notebook and actually researching, I was getting deeper in scripture and deeper than I actually had been for a while. So yeah. That was pretty good to learn. Um, that, is always, that was always one of my struggles, too, growing up, was this becoming, not this is in our podcast, but the idea of studying scripture became a chore. A chore, yeah. And that is where, it, and it's it's a weird, maybe a weird thing to say, but like that's where like the, the Christian school side of things becomes a little challenging. Mm-hmm. Because you, you get assigned homework that is in, that involves studying scripture. Right. And who likes to do homework? I mean, most people don't. So, nope. <laughs> right. And so like you're getting graded on reading the Bible and you're like, well, this is this is this is a chore. I don't yeah. want to do I want to play a video game. I want to whatever. I want to watch a show. I want to for me, at least it, it kind of 
not killed the passion, but it, mm-hmm. it stunted it a little bit mm-hmm. when I was in school doing it. Yeah. And so, kind of like you're saying, it becomes a chore, and you're like, I'm not really putting a lot of effort into this. And so, you know, so I totally get that. And that's been something that I've had to actively work against, getting back into this and being like, this is not a chore. Like, this is a privilege to be able to do this. Oh, yeah. And, and got to keep that in mind for myself. Because, yeah, for sure. you know, we get busy, and we forget, or we, you know. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're like, ah, we can wing it. Yeah. I'm good at improv. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, and it's interesting you say that, Carter, about, you know, hating reading. Not not wanting to read. That was me. I hated reading. Granted, I hated school. And it wasn't were really... You, were you public school, by the way? I was homeschooled until sophomore year in high school. And okay. then I went to high school to play sports. Okay. Yeah. I, I knew... I feel like I knew that, but I couldn't remember. And I, I went to college. I got I got a degree and all, all that kind of stuff. But I hated every inch of it. And, I, and I, I've always hated reading until probably about seven... About seven or eight years ago. Getting married. Uh, we're having our first kid. And... The the biggest thing for me growing up was like my dad reading out loud to us and read all kinds of stuff from uh, the Chronicles of Narnia to Great Escapes, just all kinds of stuff. And my dad's a fantastic reader out loud. Just amazing. Being able Good to do all the voices. Or it's, yeah, yeah. I can definitely see that. Oh, yeah. And so having children, I'm like, I want to do that. I want to be able to read to my children out loud. And so starting to read out loud, I was horrendous. I was horrendous. It was awful. It was so bad. I was I was actually super self-conscious about it. I wouldn't let my, my wife hear me for a while reading out loud because <laughs> I was that bad. Um, but now I'm at the point now where I actually read faster out loud than I do in my mind. So I read out loud all the time. Yeah. And re- reading out loud to my kids, reading through the Chronicles of Narnia. I'm going to be reading Lord of the Rings to them next. Uh, Silmarillion after that. You know, no big my deal. It's gosh. fine. Dude, it's great. It's We're going to do the Odyssey soon. Oh, yeah. Ilion Odyssey for sure. There, there's four, five. That's fine. Well, <laughs> I don't even understand the Odyssey, and I'm 34. <laughs> is that your age? Yes, that is my real age. Thank you. I'm it 28. Is. It's fine. We're great. We're, it's fine. We're not. <laughs> Last time I did this podcast, I was 17. That is true. Wow. I'm that an adult true. now. <laughs> it made me feel really old. Elora's over here drawing pictures and putting ages to the people in the pictures, saying, "Hey, when you're 42, I'm gonna be 21." And I'm over here like, just just stop. Kidding. Yeah, that's just enough of that. quit it. Quit it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, going back I, to reading, now, I have such a love for reading. And, and most of it stems from scripture, of being able to read scripture out loud to my children and for them to hear that. And for me, uh, renewing my mind, uh, mm-hmm. reading scripture out loud, letting it wash over me. Uh, Ephesians talks about reading scripture out loud and washing over your wife with the reading of the word. And so doing that a lot. And it's definitely spurred me to read more. So now I'm just, I'm reading books. Yeah. I'm reading books that I never thought I'd be reading. I have a list actively on my phone of books I want to start reading. And and honestly, like I have two fiction books I'm going to finish. Yeah. And then I'm going to dive back into some of the more theological and and nonfiction side of things. Yep. I just want to get a couple palate cleansers almost to kind of something I can read that's, it's good. You know, and I, I yeah. do I do believe it is good to I don't see it as like a, like a vacation from theology books or anything like that. I see it as no, we, we do need things like that. We yeah. our our mind does need to read the Silmarillion and to, to read the Lord of the Rings that are okay, let me ca- caveat this with <laughs> they, they have to be good. Yeah. Okay. I, I will never read the Harry Potter series because uh, no offense. It's just garbage. But it's fine. I've read them. I, I read them when I was thirty, by the way. That was weird. Oh I? Yeah. 
That was like 15, 16 years ago. All right. (laughs) (coughs) No comment. I had to sneak the age (laughs) joke in somewhere. I like whatever. Anyway, no, good books. Good literary books. By good, do you mean like enjoyable good or like written well? Written well. They have to have some kind of benefit. Okay, take taking Lord of the Rings. Um you first hand you're like, oh no, it's just fairy tale stuff. Well no. J.R.R. Tolkien was a, a linguistic master. He literally invented like five different languages. And he wrote the whole Lord of the Rings series based on the language that he invented. Yeah. So just crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Crazy stuff. But yeah, that's not but that's also not saying don't read other books i'm like no Go but ahead. don't read harry, harry potter don't read harry potter it's garbage <laughs> uh, something i was gonna say about reading is when i was younger i used to love reading and i was always reading like grades ahead of my grade level but then i think i was like 11 years old my dad started he like wanted to be some entrepreneur so he started making me read entrepreneur books and stuff like that. i'm 11 years old he's making me read like <laughs> 20 pages a day of these, like, how to get rich books. And I'm like, I don't, it made me hate reading. And it's, I mean, I still don't like reading because of that, because that's where I learned to fake read because I'd have to read like 20 pages a day. And then he wouldn't ask me what I read about. So I was like, I'll just sit here, stare at page for like two minutes, flip, and I'm good. Mm. 20 pages later, I'd close the book and he's like, you're done. And I'm like, yep, I'm done. Yeah, you gotta gotta read stuff you want, you like, and enjoy. It 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 becomes a chore, and and that's why you have to, when it comes to scripture, to maybe tie it back a little bit. You have to ask God, pray those prayers, and say, "Hey, give me a passion for Your Word." Yes, because there are times when, yes, the Bible can be quote unquote in our Americanized minds, where we have to constantly be entertained, Mm -hmm. boring. Yeah, well, right, and tough to read. There are parts in there that are really hard to get through and and grasp. So you have to get a, specifically for the Bible, a passion, a divine passion to read it. Yeah. What I'm saying by bored is I'm 11 years old. And no, I, I've never that. really, yeah. like, <laughs> he always wanted to get rich or something. I mean, I never really cared about having a whole bunch of money. And so me... You didn't want to be a millionaire at 11? Not really. Oh, Because okay. I already knew that I would not have done good with that money. I would probably lose it really <laughs> quick or buy a huge house that I don't need, have like 82 rooms. But he, even then, it's like... What are the what am I am I going to be an entrepreneur at twelve? What, yeah, <laughs> start yeah. a Fortune five hundred company? I don't I don't really know what I'm doing here. Hmm. So I'm reminded too of, of the verse that like really drove me in in coming up with this idea and approaching Austin with this and Carter as well uh, was Ephesians. Uh, Ephesians. Good night. I mean, I'm looking at it. I am looking. I'm at looking this at it too. Well. <laughs> anyway, it's First uh, Peter three fifteen and sixteen. It says, "But in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord is holy." Always being prepared to make defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you, yet do it with gentleness and respect, having a good conscience, so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. Yes. And it's it, it, there's so much to unpack in that verse. Have a strong defense. Know what you believe. Know why you believe it. That's why I do this. That's why I mm-hmm. want to do this, because A, I hope I'm helping somebody else. And B, I'm helping myself. Like it's helping it's helping me deepen my walk and deepen my knowledge, deepen my ability to defend the faith. And on top of that, it allows you to live above reproach. And it allows you to be able to say when you're slandered, when you're falsely accused, when you have these issues that may or may not come up, whether they're extreme like mine or not, you can be like, no, like I am being attacked because I'm doing something good for Christ. Exactly. Yeah. And it is so much easier. To go from that and be like, no, I know I'm being attacked for this reason, yeah. and I'm, uh, let's do it. 
that's a way I benefited from this that I forgot to say earlier is I had like when I started doing this, I realized, well, when I started doing this, it was I was never really sure of my faith. And it was just I kind of believed something because I was told that by someone older than me that I looked up to. And so when I started doing this, it actually became like my own faith. And I knew what I believed and I was able to discuss it. And it made me feel mature. So that was I th- yeah. well not made me feel mature. I feel I, I think I actually did spiritually mature. You in did. Ways, you did absolutely uh, from starting this. Well, so. and the the coolest part of it too is that I was able to actually see it come to fruition through you. The whole point of reaching our fellow brothers and sisters to dive deeper in Scripture, so that their relationship with Christ would deepen and strengthen. We saw that with you, and being able to because we're just talking into a mic we unless someone comments to us or sends us messages which is pretty rare but we we, we don't see that. that by the way we do anyway it's happening it's fine it's part that's of our still a problem cast. no one comments still. no one no but no yeah so it was able to it was very cool to be able to see, actually see that person in this room and in our in our our life mm-hmm. which is cool yeah and so going back to i guess the very beginning it <laughs> Kind of hard uh, to remember, or keep this in mind, because the whole point why Brad and I started the podcast was we were at church. Um, w- both him and I were approached on leading some uh, Bible studies. And for for me, at least, it, they wanted some extra Bible studies to get extra people in. And I I had an issue with kind of separating the men's Bible study and the women's Bible study and separating that that camaraderie, separating that biblically needed... Pulling from both classes in, into one. Right, and, well, and, so, and making them separate them. Right. And, yeah, taking away from the men's, making the men separate instead of keeping them together, making them learn together and grow together, separating the women. Um, and, and not that it's a terrible thing, but in my mind, I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't feel comfortable doing that. I, I feel convicted not to do that. And so, I, I had that going through my mind. I was talking with Brad about it a little bit. I was way more pragmatic in it. It was my, <laughs> right. mine was more like I play bass some, I run sound yep. some, and I don't want to give that up necessarily. Yeah, yeah. I, mine became a little more, maybe a little more selfish. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I fell in somewhere around there. Like, how did I get approached for it? If it was you guys to start the, I, no, I think I remember it was. We had a we, we had, had a another practice. person that we were. In talks with bringing on and and not us. I showed up. I got a phone call and you guys were recording. Oh yeah, and it was all three of you guys. I'm like, well, that was that test episode, so I could learn how to do this. Yeah. yeah. Well, we all four got together in that studio we made for our one episode. Never started recording, and then the next day he was like, "Yeah, I don't want to do it." Yeah. Yeah. Which was fine. Yeah. We would have had an episode with him, but it's true. We didn't record. But but yeah, Brad Brad comes to me and says, "Hey, I have an idea." I'm like, uh, "Okay." He's like, "You ever thought about doing a podcast?" And I'm over here like, "Um, no, because it sounds awful." Because <laughs> <laughs> my my wife has brought it up to us to me and being like, "Hey, we should do a podcast together and stuff like that." And I'm like, oh, I "Just no, it just sounds awful." And then Brad's over here like, "Hey, you want to do it?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> I felt super bad. My wife's like, "Oh, really? really? Now you're gonna do a podcast?" I'm like, uh, "So in you the know, mid- you still haven't had her on as a guest. We haven't. We've been this like almost two years now. 
It's true. In, in the midst of all it's that, true. too, like, after, I don't know if I've ever said this on this show or not, but I think I approached you on a Sunday about it. Yeah. Uh, I think by the next Sunday, I got with you again and said, oh, by the way, I bought all the equipment. Yeah, we need did. to get started. <laughs> yeah, didn't even did. wait for you to give me an answer. I'm just like, you know, this is what we're doing. We're doing it. I'm like, <laughs> okay, let's yeah. do it. So. Well, and, and a lot of it was, it's like, okay, how can we, how can we do a Bible study that... Okay, say if we were to do a Bible study on like a Tuesday night, who all would be able to show up on a Tuesday night after work? Some people, sure, but we're like, okay, how how can we get this to where a lot of people can listen? We're like, well, let's record it, and that way we can put it out, and you, anybody can listen to it whenever they want. Yeah. So I, I kind of want to transition to like, where do we go from here? Like, what is kind of the next steps? What do, what do we what do we want to do? And, and I guess I'm going to put Carter on the spot again, and I will edit this out if he doesn't want to answer it, which is totally fine. Where do you see yourself in, in this? I mean, do you see this as a... Oh, I've got the question. Oh, you got the question? I thought you were going to say, like, where do you, I see myself in 10 years? <laughs> uh, no, no. So the question is, where do you see yourself in the next year? But more importantly, where do you see your legacy and your ministry within the next 500 years it's a hard question that is a i don't even hard question i don't know what you mean because i won't be here in 500 years true. so i'll give you an example so okay with with me of i i'm raising my children i'm raising them uh, in ephesians where it talks about raising them up in the paideia nuthesia of the lord and the instruction of the lord working to raise the next generation of christians and i'm raising them in the way that they will be Christian. They're, my grandchildren will be Christian. So looking at my ministry with my children, but also uh, the other things that you know we've been talking about of how am I going to further God's kingdom, not just while I'm alive, but once I'm dead, the things that I have done, how are they going to progress to continuing furthering God's kingdom? So we have people, when we look at like Martin Luther, Martin Luther died hundreds of years ago. Yeah. But the things that he did were multi-generational and went beyond his own lifetime. Whereas today, we can go back and read the things he wrote, and they are still helping furthering God's kingdom, deepening people's relationship with Christ. And, I, okay, biggest biggest examples are look at the apostles. Everything they wrote, we are literally learning about Christ because of the things that they wrote, because of the things that they saw. So having that in mind, and I'm asking this question not expecting you to answer it, because this is a hard question. And this is one that you actually gotta you gotta plan. You gotta put time into to be able to say, okay, what am I gonna do with my life that will further God's kingdom not only in my lifetime, but it it could affect people for the next several hundred years. And so I, I think that's a really cool and really important thing to have in mind as you just one dive into scripture, but you know, do that. Look look at what 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 is my life gonna do for the next several hundred years once I'm dead. So yeah, you don't have to answer it. But keep it yeah, in mind. I, was gonna say, I don't have an answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question. And and you know, I don't think and and, and maybe we will. I, I don't know if we have the same impact as Luther or or, or whatnot. I don't think that's what Austin's saying. No. But it is a good example of, of someone who, you know, the Reformation was 505, 506 years ago, somewhere in that vicinity. Oh, yeah. And yet, to this day, 
we discuss we talk about the Protestant Reformation. Yeah. We talk about the breaking away of the from the Catholic Church and, mm-hmm. and having a theology that more aligns with Scripture than yeah. what the Catholic Church that was the predominant, you know, purveyor of theology at the time. Right. So I want to do my part in in this podcast and in my life in general, but in this podcast specific to help people deepen their theology. To keep them from falling into these traps of deconstruction, of wokeism, of progressive Christianity, and realize that these are not biblical things. These are things that the world, that Satan, the enemy, is using to divide and 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 split and just ultimately hinder the work of the uh, of Christians in this country and in this world. Yeah, yeah, this exactly. watered down feel-good version of Christianity that is yep. not Christianity. And it, it it really comes to, it's it's anti-Scripture, anti-Christ, and it, it needs to be taught against it. And that, that's why we're here. And I want to do it with as much seriousness and levity as possible. Yeah. Because what I've, what I've noticed over the last year, I don't think I've ever said this to you necessarily, but what I've noticed over the last year or so in getting into some of these other theologians and other preachers and other pastors that are current, not necessarily the right. old older guys, but the current ones, they're they're so, they're amazing theologically and they are convicting and they are powerful. But we're missing some joy in that. Yeah. At times. Yeah. And, and I and I think what I am hoping that I can do my part in is saying, hey, look, good. You need to repent. Mm-hmm. You need to live your life this way. But also, let's take some joy in life, and let's take yeah. some joy in... It doesn't have to just be rules and regulations and fear and trembling, but it also can't just be, I feel good all the time. Exactly. And finding that balance. And yeah. that's where I think my vision for this has evolved a little bit from the start, mm-hmm. because we did start out of the COVID, out of the deepening and getting your knowledge. I think that's still there Oh yeah. for me, deepening knowledge, deepening faith, but it also has morphed into... Not only deepening knowledge, deepening faith, but also realizing that in the midst of the conviction, in the midst of, hey, you need to do better. And I'm talking to myself, too. Oh, yeah. You need to do better. You need to live better. You need to take the Bible seriously. But also, let's have some fun. Let's let's, let's enjoy enjoy life. Enjoy The chief and the man. Glorify God and enjoy Enjoy him forever. Because there is joy in this. And so, I don't want the stigma to be that Christians are just no fun constantly serious bunch of prudes yeah no let's have some fun but also let's dive deep oh yeah no for sure and and it's cool because when looking at the 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 way we've been structuring it of yeah we're trying to wake people up we're trying to get our fellow brothers and sisters to dive deeper uh looking at scripture not from a um a a modern view but truly going to scripture saying no what does it say and what it says is is take it take it from there and we can go deep from there from the difference between reading it versus studying it um reading it to wash over you versus studying to to soak in god's word and we're also doing this cuz we're we're trying to create christian content in a world that is full of just ungodly things yeah. And so putting things out there that are it's it's speaking the truth, not not everyone's version of truth, but no, we're speaking the truth. And uh it, I mean it's hard to do it it, because we have to put time into it. We I mean we're we're going to be looking at another book of the Bible to be going through like we did with Romans and we'll, we'll be doing that. So we'll be 
doing plenty of studying for that, but also looking at the different topics that we have coming up that, that we're, we're planning for. Some of them are pretty big. Yeah. And it's, and it is, it's joyful. It is really cool to think, oh, we get to do that. We get to dive into these things, learn about these things, and, and we're teaching them. And all, all the while, we do keep in mind that those who teach will suffer greater judgment. Yeah. For it, if we are teaching something that's not biblical, we're going to be judged for it. Or if we're teaching stuff that is biblical, but then not living it. And that's it. And it's not even yeah. living it perfectly, because we're not going to do it perfectly right. by any means. But but are we living our theology? Right. And and for my wife and I, that's that's been a very big thing for us of, okay... We, we have these things that we believe. We have these things that we know to be true. Are we living them? Are, are we actually letting it impact our life? All the way down to literally the way I put on my boots. And, and it, it is. It is living your Christian life in literally everything we do. And everything you do, give glory to God and honor Him. And it's a hard thing yeah. to do sometimes. Absolutely. So back to my question to you. <laughs> any thoughts on okay let's not even put it in, in the root what what is what's kind of next for you on on this like are you wanting to what kind of ministry are you want to do what is your vision for what you think you want your stuff to look like in the next year or so is what's it, your passion yeah is it rooted is it is it is it something something else like what what are you thinking um, if you're thinking anything, honestly, maybe you haven't given it much thought, which is fine too. Well, for the past, I'd say like two or so years, I've uh, become really passionate about uh, children's ministry, and I've become a bigger part of that in my church. And I don't know the age that I do; I'm never really sure about <laughs> it. I think it's four, five, and maybe three, four, five, and six year olds. And I think that's where I'm better at. Like I've tried with um, the after school ministry we did in 2019 i was a leader of i think fourth and fifth grade not too great with them and too young like nursery age i don't want to change a diaper <laughs> um so i think where i'm at is best for what my skill set the um the gifts the talents that god has given me i think that that's where i'm best fit i will and say I, i'm not involved in the children's ministry or anything but i i see how those kids interact with you especially they, my children they uh Adore you. Yes. Like you, there, there is something about Carter that is endearing to these you kids. You should hear my entire house erupt when Carter walks through the door. Yeah. It is mm -hmm. glorious. Yeah. Well, and not even that, the other side, like a lot of people don't have the pa the patience to do it. And I'm not mm -hmm. saying I'm perfect, but I do have the patience for that. Mm -hmm. And I, because of the passion I have for it, it's easier to be patient when a kid's not listening. Now, I'm not a parent, so it's not going to, I know that when I am a parent, it's not going to be as easy, but I think that I have enough patience to do it and I am passionate enough, but I don't know where the next steps are as of now. I was going to do college uh, at Liberty, but the loan that they were going to give me was like four or five grand too short. And I've been kind of wrestling with, was it that God didn't want me to do it? Is it Satan throwing a wrench in something that was going to grow me? I've been kind of going back and forth. Like, I don't know what, what it was. And so I haven't really tried to do it again. And well, cause that was the second time I tried to do college for children's ministry and both times it didn't work out. So I don't, I don't really know if that's where my next step is, but um, going back to the rooted side of what I see for my future, um, 
I definitely do want to be more involved in it. And I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to say it doesn't mean not being on every week. Uh, if that, if if that's what you guys want, that's what I would do. Um, <laughs> but I know that if I was to do it, I would want to give more effort. And so mm-hmm. if I'm not giving effort, I definitely don't want to keep doing it and just not because I mean, you could tell when I stopped giving effort because I was less, I was less talkative well, in the episodes. Much. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I didn't have as much to say. And so I was just kind of getting through it. So last week you mentioned at the beginning that I've been going through depression for a little bit. And that was, I'd say a big reason I stopped doing it because it was just super hard um, to research and stuff. It was super hard to get me to do anything and not that that's gone away, but I don't want to keep letting it win. And so doing this, I know is a huge way of growing me. And so I don't know. So what I, from, I think what I can take away from that and, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that we'll just, we'll see where this goes. And they honestly, like, maybe for our listeners, like, Maybe you guys will randomly hear Carter like you did today mm-hmm. and just kind of up out of the blue. Oh, hey, Carter's here for this episode. Maybe it becomes a regular thing. So I'm excited. I'm really glad that you decided to jump on today and just at least hang out with us. Even Because this is not a conventional episode. This is not, you know, if this is your first time listening to us, go back and listen to some of the other stuff. Because this is not normally what we do. You know, we, we normally have a, a more of a topic. This is kind of a free-flowing thinking mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. I listened to last week's episode and then... W- you had said to go back and listen to It's All Austin's Fault, and I did. And I was on that first episode, and listening to my voice, I could not finish the episode. So I really <laughs> hope my voice is a little deeper this time around. And that'll be the de- the deciding Decided factor, factor. Is if my voice is deep enough to handle, then maybe I'll keep doing it. But if I sound like I did in the old episodes, whew, I don't know how we had people listening. Oh, that's awesome. Austin, you have a verse, and then we're gonna I'm going to get into this piece of paper I have right here. Yes. So, look, again giving biblical reasons for doing what we're doing, doing, doing what we're doing for me. Um, so Colossians chapter one, verse 28 and 29, him, we proclaim warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ for this. I toil struggling with all his energy that he powerfully works within me. And for me, that was a big part. We're, we are, we're, we're trying to teach people, uh, trying to get people to conform to the image of Christ. Right. Um, as Paul says, emulate me as I emulate Christ. And, and we're trying to do that. We're trying to get deeper in Scripture, learn these things. We're trying to become more like Christ so that the people who listen to us, we can truly say, emulate us as we emulate Christ. And then I'll go to, let's go Ephesians chapter 3 verse 16 17 that according to the riches of his glory he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being so that christ might dwell in your hearts through faith that you may be rooted and grounded in love and then jumping back to colossians chapter 2 starting in verse 9 or verse 6 therefore as you received christ jesus the lord so walk in him rooted and built up in him and established in the faith just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not, accord- and not according to Christ. For in him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. 
So the other side of being able to look at scripture, yes, but being able to look at things going on in the world, things going on in Christendom, so that we are not led astray and we're held captive by philosophy and empty deceit of the world. And that's a very important thing. So yeah, we'll dive into topics that we're able to look at biblically, never leaving that leaving that presupposition of scripture, but but being able to look at it that way. Yeah, absolutely. So what does that mean for the future? What are our mm-hmm. thoughts? What are our plans? What are our goals? And and I I dream big when it comes oh, yeah. to this sort of thing. Oh, yeah. And and so I'm not gonna necessarily get into all like the big things necessarily, but I got a couple things um, that, that I want to share out. First, first thing is Patreon. Mm-hmm. We started a, a while back. We started Patreon. Actually, right when we started this podcast, we had a Patreon page. We still have it. It's still there. Patreon is a way for us to raise money. And we didn't promote it a whole lot. We had a little blurb at the end of each episode that was pre-recorded that we just uh, stuck in at the end. Yeah. And didn't really do a lot with it. We had a few subscribers, and we greatly appreciate them. I think we still have one, maybe two right now. At a low, <laughs> it's a little bit of money each month for us, and we greatly appreciate it because that really does actually help. It does with how how much it costs to do this each month, and and it does. It, it I was talking to Austin today. It, the price has gone up to do this each month, and like everything else, as everything else. And, yeah. and we're hoping. I, I'm working on that on on the financial side of things, trying to. Hey, you were get talking that. to me too, not just Austin. Oh, and, and Carter, yeah, and, and <laughs> trying to get that lowered and and yeah. look at some new software to use, and but that's. The nuts and bolts, you don't need to hear about that. But what I do want to do is I do want to relaunch Patreon. Mm-hmm. And I want to relaunch it with a purpose. Yeah. Um, that purpose is going to be a couple of things. I have I have five things here that uh, – four things, really, that that I want – that we want to use the money for. Yeah. Uh, the first one being is, is, again, just to pay for the monthly subscriptions. Uh, we have to pay a company called Captivate uh, to host our podcast. It yeah. gives us our RSS feed. It allows us to publish this to all the major platforms. They are also, you know, the, I might use them for our website uh, moving forward because that is, they have a website that they can use. So there, so there, that's that's the first thing is to pay for just the monthly fees that this takes. Uh, second thing, we need to upgrade some equipment. Yeah. Uh, when yeah, we yeah. started this, I had four very high functioning uh, microphone sets. We're down to two and a half. I mean, when we're doing this starting out twice a week yeah, for half of it and then going once a week. We're using these a lot. We're using yeah. them a lot. Take, we, don't per- tear. we don't have a permanent studio, so it is tear down, setting up, build up, tear down, set up, tear down each week. And so that, again, I have about two and a half functioning sets of equipment. So we want to, we need some upgraded equipment. We need some better equipment. Uh, the next thing we want to eventually do is we want to eventually get some merchandise. Um, I, I would love to get to a point where it would make sense for us to have t-shirts. It makes yes. sense for us to have a, a hoodie. It makes sense for us to have something with our brand on it yeah. to, what is happening right <laughs> now on this his couch? Tail. Hey, stop. Oh. Dad, why'd you beat stop. me? <laughs> huh. Makes anyway, sense it would make sense. I want to get to a point where it makes sense for us to have merchandise that we can sell, that we can give away, that we can wear ourselves and promote, yeah, and, and try to grow this in that way. The fourth thing that we would want to use the money for would be advertising. My thought is to throw some money onto Facebook and and, and social media platforms to get the name out there a little bit and to have it, you know, marketed to a demographic, you know, 
with using whatever algorithms that Facebook has. Um, And so those are really the four main things. You know, I think eventually I'd like to build a studio in my garage and whatnot, but that's, that's something that I'd probably do on my own and not necessarily use Patreon money for. But okay, so then the question becomes, if you subscribe, what benefits do you get? And and I don't have a perfect answer for you yet. We we have projections. We have projections. Uh, I'm thinking exclusive episodes. Yep, exclusive content. Exclusive content that only our Patreon subscribers would get. That might include some interviews. Might include something goofy. Might include just some Austin and I and Carter or Simon or whoever just kind of letting our hair down and or even being, just being goofy. Taking episodes that 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 we do when we put out. But then after the episode, taking things from that episode and going deeper. Right. And, and doing that for another 30 minutes. Exactly. And going deeper into that. Exactly. Yeah. And so I think that would be one benefit that you would see pretty pretty quickly. Pretty quickly, yeah. Um, you know, I do think maybe some some giveaways, some different, uh, you know. Some pretty, pretty cool coffee mugs. Cool coffee some mugs. Some pretty cool t-shirts maybe yeah. with not just our logo, but we might actually start doing some like. Uh, shout out to uh, King's Hall Podcast, Feed the Patriarchy type t-shirts. Would be super cool. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, and, and so having some exclusive things for our subscribers, and my goal, and I don't know if I've even said this verbally to Austin or not, who knows, we're doing this on the fly, but my goal <laughs> is uh, to have those definitive answers in January. Give us... I was, I was figuring here in the next couple of weeks. But oh, well, that's but, cool. Well, but have yeah, yeah, like a firm grasp on exactly what those benefits are going to be by January. Yes. That being said, we would love for you to jump onto patreon.com slash rooted in logos and subscribe now. Yeah. All right, I'm going to have the website kind of relaunched and revamped by the time this episode comes out. Jump on there, subscribe. It's going to be three different levels of subscription that are going to give you. Uh, three different money options, you know, from maybe five bucks to 25 bucks and just however much you're able to do monthly for us, we would love it. And what we're going to do is before we get all that exclusiveness nailed down, the subscribers that subscribe between now and then are going to get more. They're going to yes. get some extra benefits to, to subscribing. And yeah. so um, we would, I'm thinking Q and A's. I'm thinking you guys submit topics to us. And we take some suggestions from that, yeah, and not necessarily from anywhere else, right? You take it from that. Um, well, and what it really comes down to as well is we are trying to put out Christian media, Christian content, things that are of God and for God, and in especially in today's world, it's expensive to do that, and to to get some help really helps because we're. We are truly putting in the time, especially when we dive into scripture, when we look at these big topics. We put in a lot of time throughout the week, uh, besides our, our normal jobs yeah. with my family, to be able to dive into scripture and teach this. Yeah. And it, it does help when we don't really have to worry about these things. We we just know that they're like our, our, our not prescriptions, our subscribers, subscriptions, thank you, are being paid for it. And it is something we don't have to worry about. So that, that helps us substantially. So yeah, we Absolutely. would appreciate that. And I think too... Um, one of the things I was thinking of when you were when you were mentioning that is we not only want to put out Christian media content, we want to put out quality content. Quality. And as you hear, I'm not editing editing this part out. As you hear, uh, right now I have two dogs fighting. 
You have, throughout this last year and a half, if you all have listened to our podcast a, a, a decent amount, you have heard my dogs barking. You've heard them fighting. Tonight, you've heard them breathing heavily into the microphone. Um, yeah, that was not me breathing. That was, that was not That Carter. was the dog. That was Dexter. Um, well, you said two dogs, one dog, one demon, so like, we'll okay. make sure he's, everyone knows that. He's possessed. Hey, hey, hey stop. Uh, w- would anyone like to adopt two dogs? No, no. I'm gonna. Regress, no, we're gonna keep I'm, Dexter. I'm gonna let them outside. I'll be right back. <laughs> hey, let's go outside. There we go. I like how she's so sweet now. Huh. Hey, let's go outside. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just so sweet. I love you guys. Then a second ago, <laughs> now they have to go sit outside in the cold, Freeze. torture. <laughs> no, Dexter likes it. Dex- well, yeah, he's built for it though. Mm-hmm. Maddox over here, like the he demon's gonna in, freeze. Yeah. Inside of him. <laughs> he likes it warm. I mean, because he likes it warm. The demon inside. <laughs> He's used to fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Anyway, quality. So anyway, back to that. But quality, like to to be a little more professional with this. I mean, granted, as professional as these two, three goofballs can be, right? But. To be a little more professional with it, with the quality and the sound. So, and if that's you, what that's going to ha- help. If you donate a thousand dollars, Brad is going to get my face tattooed on him. Whoa! He said it. He, he said it. Not I me. did not say that. <laughs> Caveat: We're going to have a tattoo episode. We are. Brad's going to bring the pros. I'm going to bring the cons. Yeah, that's coming. For those of you who are just now joining us, as far as listeners go, um, I Brad is full of tattoos. I am heavily tattooed. I I'm, have none. I'm up to about thirty. I have one. Carter yep. does have one. Uh, Austin is playing Jane over here, but pure. There is some <laughs> debate whether that's okay or not, and and so is we'll it, get into is that. Is it biblical? Yeah. Is it? So we'll, we'll, we'll get into that now. Okay. You see, I might hop on that episode. Okay. 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 <laughs> so anyway, so that's kind of where we are. We want to get some merch going. We want to get the Patreon going, and and have enough money to do some of this stuff and pour some money into this and make quality content. I do think at some point I would love for this to be a thing where I could. I and Austin, we could make a little bit of money off of this. That's not my goal necessarily. He finds a way to be loud. What is happening? <laughs> hey, Matt. This I, is just more proof to me that he is. Hey, come here. Come here. Yeah. Like, no, Satan. He is we're trying Satan to have a Christian. Sent him into we're trying to have a house. Christian podcast, and just everything he does is noise. See, it's not Dexter. This Dexter's isn't tr- outside. This isn't trials. This is a tech. Over here. This is spiritual yeah. tech. Hey, come here. So it might, that might be your fault too. That's totally not my fault. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. So the next thing. So we have Patreon. Um, we want to start putting out different content as well. Yeah. My ultimate kind of vision of this is to model it a little bit after the Daily Wire in that you have the Daily Wire and then you have the shows underneath the Daily Wire umbrella. Now, this is definitely a long-term goal. This is not something I think we're going to necessarily have tomorrow. By we're projecting any the next... 10, 15, yeah. 20, 50 But years? having some sort of Rooted in Logos network of shows that have different perspectives, that have different, maybe some different views, maybe not. I don't know. I don't really know how it's going to look. But I will say this, Simon, who you've heard multiple times on this podcast, uh, who you'll hear more of from time to time on here. Um, Simon and I are going to launch a, a, a new show probably in January. We've talked about doing something, and it's going to be just kind of fun. Uh, we talk, I alluded to that in this episode where we don't want to lose the joy. We want to have the deepness. We want to have the conversations, 
but we don't want to necessarily lose the joy and just the kind of levity of things. Yeah. And so having another show that is not rooted in Logos, it'd be a different different show. That's just kind of fun. And and yeah. and you know we did the Christian movie bracket uh, back in August when um, Austin. This was even before. Before the events that took place that led us to take a two-month break. Yeah. Austin, I think, was on vacation or moving or, or something sick. was happening. Something and happened. we just I just recorded something off the wall with Simon and, and uh and Atticus. And just stuff like that. Just mm-hmm. kind of fun, not super deep and heavy. Yeah. Something light. And so Simon and I are gonna be doing that here in the near future. I think Austin might jump on here and there if you want, you know, if he's comfortable, so maybe get Carter jumping on. I'll yeah. start my own cooking show. Carter can start a cooking podcast. I don't know how that would work. <laughs> I just tell them what to do, but they have to see it. The other thing is, I have created a Rooted in Logos YouTube channel. Now, really, I have. Now, Ooh, okay. I am exploring how to do this because I don't huh. really know how to do it. We don't have to have video right off the bat, and we won't have video right off the bat. We're but YouTube is. I understand. A, is a video platform. I understand, but. Hmm. We're going to start with audio only, and it'll yeah. be audio with pictures and whatnot in the back. Not a picture, but like our logo and stuff in the background. Yeah. Uh, podcasts on YouTube are actually kind of a big thing. It is, yeah. Um, people listen to it just on their computers. And yeah. so we're going to we're gonna do that. Um, I don't think this episode is going to be on there, but maybe our next one will be. It's just a matter of finding out yeah. how to edit and do it the right way. Right. Uh, so I'm learning that, but there is a Rooted in Logos YouTube channel. You may subscribe to it uh, in preparation for us launching on that platform as well. Might be throwing out some more biblical thoughts of the day. Yeah. Not just on Facebook, but on YouTube on as well. On YouTube as well. And and I, I think that's my goal for that, is to have ultimately some videos of us, just kind of one-offs. Yeah. But also maybe eventually recording this. Now, that requires us to get more equipment it requires us to have a place where we can record without all of the distractions that we have at my house and so that's going to require a little bit of help and that's where patreon is going to come in if we want to grow this we need your help uh we had in august we put out this blows my mind we put out one episode on in august one now that episode did really well it it accounted for about one one sixth of our downloads for the month yeah however in August, we had the most downloads we'd ever had. Wow. And we put out one episode. And so I'm really excited about the momentum that we have. And I'm excited about this growing. And I hope after last week's episode, you guys understand kind of where we're coming from and, yep. and things are just out in the open. And we can start really growing this thing and, take, and this thing takes off. Yes. I have, I have a project in mind that I don't want to share yet. But I have a project in mind that I've talked to Austin about. I've talked to Carter about. And I will need some help from our listeners once I'm ready to announce what I want to do. Yep. Um, that's a little cryptic, but <laughs> it's a big idea. You'll find out. And it, it alludes to our butt God episode from last week. Yeah. So, yeah. so there's that. Um, well, and then we, we've uh, projected and we're, we're in talks with <clears throat> my wife of uh, <laughs> launching our own as well, yeah. along under the umbrella of Rooted, of things, uh, practicality. Yeah. Looking at practical application of scripture and uh, what to do with that, both in a a Christian home with Christian children, uh, Christian marriage, husband, wife, stuff like that. So, again, that's dependent because our next baby is due in April. So we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Yeah, that would be incredible to have you guys do, doing one. And so we have big ideas. We've alluded to it so much, and now we're finally kind of showing a little bit of what we. What we want this to look like and what we want this to come, you know, what we want to do. Uh, I'm going to start writing. I mm-hmm. want to start writing um, 
newsletters or, or I don't know if newsletters is the right word, but a newsletter, a blog, some sort of thought. And I want to put that out on a website, put that out on Patreon. I want to, I want to have some exclusive content that I write yeah. for, for our Patreon members. And I want to do it, maybe an email subscription type scenario. So yeah. we, we have a lot of irons and a lot of fires. Yeah, um, yeah, I am talking to some people at a major event that's going to take place uh, this, this next year um, to get a booth set up and to, to have some structure in place before that would be amazing. And that would be a lot of fun. So we'll see if that works out. It might not. Let's yeah. be honest. It might not. But I have a couple connections still in, in the music world and uh, maybe that comes to fruition red's playing his cards <laughs> hey you, I, I don't have certain phone numbers in my phone for no reason you it's know funny. <laughs> but you so have anyway, Barack obama's number I, no, no, no. He, he would block me pretty quick because i would have shared my opinions uh <laughs> so anyway I, I hope i understand that it's not fully developed yet i understand it's not fully fleshed out but understand that we have we have plans and we want you involved so if you can get on patreon.com slash logos, do an early subscription, that would be incredible. We will reward you once we get everything up and running and off the ground. Yeah. Um, I, I, am, I have connections with some t-shirt people. We're going to start getting some products made. Yeah. It's just a matter of financially being able to do it. Yeah. Uh, because things are very expensive right now. Yeah, so as you all know. But any final thoughts before we jump off here? Any, any other thoughts? Carter, any parting words? I don't think so. No? <laughs> Well, um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, thank you for supporting us. I do have a review that I want to read real quick. We got a new review on Apple. Really? We do. Uh, it is a five-star review from Amy M. Baum. Shout out Amy M. Baum. Thank you so much for this five-star review. It says, love you guys so much. I'm thankful to know you outside of the podcast and see you at Church Weekly. Words can I express how proud I am of you all for stepping out and talking about our faith with all the good, bad, and the ugly, which we talked about the bad and the ugly last week. That is true. For sure. Yeah. Uh, says, as you know, for me, always asking in person, I look forward to the podcast episodes every week and pray for you all daily. Thank you again for sharing and being willing to speak out for God. So thank you for that. That means a lot to us. We really mm-hmm. do appreciate that. We love every five-star review. We love every listener. Maybe equally. I don't know. We'll find out. Based on Patreon. Wow. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, seriously, we do thank you for that, uh, Amy, and thank you for that review. That That's a big help. So that that is another way you can help us. If you, if you don't have the means or the ability or, or feel led to support us financially, give us five stars on Apple. Yes. That actually would help us a lot. A lot. Because what happens is we can move up the charts. We can start really growing this thing and well, start and reach more people. numbers and reach more people. Okay, so we've, re- goal, we've reached people from different countries. We have. My goal... Is that by March of 2023, so that is what, five months or so from now? Four and a half. It's four and a half because our baby's due in April, so. <laughs> so my, my, it's fine. My goal is by March of 2023, by the end of that month, that we will have had a month with over a 1,000 downloads. That we are close. Be- We've hit over 600. So we are getting close, yeah. but we want to hit that thousand and it's going to take word of mouth. It's going to take you all sharing episodes. It's going to take us being able to advertise, being able to throw more social media out there. I'll be creating a Twitter account this week. I'll announce that next week. We'll Keyword, Brad will be starting a Twitter account. <laughs> yeah. And, and we're going to really start hitting social media pretty hard. So um, follow us, Instagram, Facebook, we're doing Logos. Follow us on um, 
Apple, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast. Subscribe to us on YouTube. This episode will not be on YouTube, but the next one will. And we'll go from there. Cool so, any final thoughts? Keep praying for Carter, just as he... And pray for us. But keep praying yeah. for Carter. Pray for us as we kind of continue to go through just, you know, life. Life's yeah. tough. So, um, keep. we appreciate all the prayers from that. Uh, leave us a comment. Leave us some questions. If you have any com- comments, questions, give me your butt God stories. That would be wonderful. I do want to compile those at some point for a project. Anyway, we will see you guys next week for episode 78 when we get back into our normal routine of topics. In the meantime, stay, stay rooted. rooted. Really? Didn't know he still did that. Oh. One, okay. two, three. Stay, stay rooted. rooted. There we go. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>